happy podcasting day. This is Rachel Vote, and I am super, super excited to be here, first and foremost, and then also to be kicking off another series of guest podcast hosts. So thank you to my dear friend Josie Rump, who is here with us today to co-host a Good Girl's Guide podcast. Uh, how are you doing? Absolutely. Yeah, good. I'm glad you invited me back. Thank you so much. Duh. Um, I mean, it's been good, you know, talking to myself, but it's also, I think, it's, it's just, it is so much nicer, I'm dare I say, to like interact with somebody else. And so I, I'm excited that you're here. So uh, tell, tell everybody about where they can find you uh, and what you do a little bit. You can find me um, very easily on the internet. So, Josie Rump, <laughs> first thing that Google pops up is me. Um, you can also find me at hashtag Party Your Rump Off with Josie, as that goes hand in hand with my full time gig. And then I have a hobbyist job where I sling groceries at people all day long and crack jokes and get paid for it. Mm. So, that's where you can find me. And that's where I'm at um, in Iowa, over here over on the other side of you in that secondary corn state. Secondary corn state. Yeah, that's a pretty good description. But yeah, for sure. Uh, yes, Josie and I have uh, the same background connection. That, that's what connects us is and our intimacy um, coaching. And we've become very good friends over the last couple of years. We have much more in common uh, than we ever probably could have imagined. We continue to discover more <laughs> like week after week. So uh, it's going to be a good vibe. It was the last time and it will be today too. So um, I doubt that you're new, but just in case you are, thank you so much for being here. I am Rachel Vote, um, And as mentioned already, and you probably saw it when you clicked on it, this is a Good Girl's Guide to podcast, which means if you're looking to follow a little bit more or mostly just gaining free content is how I like to plug that. Make sure to go over to the book of face. You can literally find it at like facebook.com slash a good girl's guide too. Uh, you can do that on Instagram. You can do that on the TikTok as well. It's all the same handle uh, for lots and lots of free content. And if you are 18 years or older and a feminine energy, and you're looking for a private VIP type lounge. I have that over on Facebook too, but you do have to be privately invited to that uh, for the reason that we want to keep that environment, what it is and the way it continues to grow. It's so much fun. It's amazing. So, but like I said, there's, you gotta, you gotta make it past the velvet ropes to get in and it's pretty easy to do so. Anyway, uh, lastly, if you are digging, uh, anything that you hear today, make sure that you do reach out to me. We'll make sure to put Josie's content information, contact information. Uh, so you can, especially if you might not be in my area, it'd be really great for you to have somebody closer to you. Then we'll hook you up with that. However, I got two empowerment classes coming up here pretty soon. So if you are brand new to personal development, you're struggle busting a little bit, or you, you know, just kind of looking for a beginner's course, that is coming up. And lastly, one-to-one session. So or if you're looking... Pressure, you can always do it again. Yeah. You know, I, I'm so glad that you said that. It was like the universe expected because me to I'm just that. kind of thinking like, it's, you know, it's been almost a year since I did it. Maybe I should breath, freshen up on some things and remember where I was a year ago in comparison yeah. to Brooks. Well, yeah, well, thank you. Because, like, I actually, when I posted the event, I had some women who marked going and interesting that have attended before. And I'm not, I mean, it's not that I'm insecure about reaching back out to them, but it's just, like, I hope they know this is the same class. But just like you had said, I've had, I've had probably half a dozen women retake it and feel like they got something out of it. So I would agree. And the the level of dynamic of what I can bring to the table is also going to be different because I'm a different well, person. Yeah, because you've grown, oh, too. Yeah. And you're, I'm sure, adding things in that you probably don't even realize you didn't do the first couple classes. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and... Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, so that'll be a conversation for one of your and my one-to-ones when I'm talking business because, I, yes, I had this revelation yeah. about 
the, the second class basically today. Anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, so uh, if you if you love, love, love what you get, then I would also recommend uh, maybe considering to do the one-to-one courses that are, I shouldn't say courses, those are sessions, but um, those have just been taking off like wildfire and I'm so unbelievably grateful, but that's a really great way to uh, primarily focus on your life. So if you're like wanting to gain a lot of momentum in your wealth, your relationships, your mental and physical well-being, your spirituality and or your passion, then hit me up for sure. And uh, all of that is at a good girl guide to at gmail in case you don't want to search the platforms but i digress so i asked my dear friend josie to come back today um the last time we got together we talked a little boohoo stuff uh so as you go back and find the podcast yeah it was a little uh go back and find the podcast if you want to it would have just been a couple of months ago uh it's literally says woohoo in the title but she is somebody that when when we discovered that we were kind of on the same path she has been on her path much longer than i have um and so that's really what we handled in that first podcast together was just like talking about personal development but more with a spiritual growth twist on it and a little more of the outside the box thinking which just depends on you know what your view is on that anyway so but i we just happened to be doing a friendship conversation yesterday and we got onto this topic of synchronicities and we were like well maybe we should do a podcast about that um you know this this, yeah wave your magic wand and pull it out of the hat because here we are um yeah so this would be something that um you're going to find is like a, a very popular conversation or thread or even trend that you'll see, I think, among spiritual awakenings and growth in general uh, is this conversation around synchronicities. And so as Josie and I were talking about um, in the more linear world, people would probably refer to this more as a coincidence. Would you agree? I would totally agree. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm just going to literally, I went to the Google and I Googled uh, both of these words. So I want to read the definitions of them so we can try to see if we can find what the difference could be or if they're even, they distinguish one. So coincidence as a noun, a remarkable concurrence of events or circumstances without apparent causal connection or correspondence in nature or in time of occurrence. Correspondence in nature or time of occurrence. Okay. Mm, interesting. Okay, so we are yeah. we are going to be more aligned with the first one in our society. A remarkable concurrence of events, basically. Uh, especially the portion, by the way, that says without apparent causal connection. That's the most important part of coincidence, okay? So synchronicity is also a noun, but it is derived as the simultaneous occurrence of events which appear significantly related but have no discernible causal connection. Another term for synchrony. Oh, you know what's really sad is that you click, click on that and it actually pulls up an ad for a bank, just so you know. Um, for a bank? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Synchrony, Synchrony Bank, they're like, I mean, they're, they're a credit, like a credit company. They own, like they used to own Gordman's and I think they own like Walmart credit cards. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, anyways, let's circle back. Yes, I when I saw that, by the way, I was like, weird, weird. Anyway. So if we break that down to the synchrony definition, which is also still a noun, it's simultaneous action development or occurrence. Um, anyhow, so in my opinion, when you compare the coincidence versus the synchronicity, even the definition is linear and more spiritual. It, does it, does it, would you agree? <laughs> yeah, and I think one makes it sound more like the same thing and... 
the same thing happening at the same time, and the other one sounds a little bit more like consecutive things happening over and over again that aren't necessarily related. But it could be either or. Yeah, yeah. I like how you said that because as you were describing that, that what I was envisioning in my head is like it's a coincidence that you and I would wear like the same color shirt. Synchronicity mm-hmm. is more of the this amazing thing happened to me and then when I kind of thought about it, it was like it happened because that happened because that happened because that happened beforehand to mm-hmm. for the sequence of events to happen. And and I would still I would agree that I think both of them are the same. I mean everything is, you know, everything happens because something happened before it in our universe, but um yes, it's more I don't even because know. coincidence also gets confused with <clears throat> or thrown around in the same tense as fate. Yeah. Like Oh, it was it was just or destiny. It was destiny that this happened, or it was fate. Then other people are like, no, that's a complete coincidence. Oh, sure, 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 sure. So like, kind of like as um, defense of a less miraculous thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I would agree. I would. Yeah, I would agree with that. Which is funny because and then like literally right before I pushed the go live button on our. Um, uh, podcast here, I was like to Josie, hey, have you seen that movie, um, what, not even, what is it called? I already forgot. Synchronicity. No, that's the word. It was, um, oh my god! <laughs> I'm just gonna have to, I, well, I'm working on it. I'm literally over here going, Kate Beckinsale. John Cusack. Yeah. What the other one? We didn't talk about that no, we were talking about the movie. The John Cusack? Yeah, serendipity. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe I just wasted like 30... 30- synchronicity. My, oh. my dyslexia. Yeah, well, they're really close together, but yeah, that was what we were just talking about right before. So there's, yeah. Serendipity being a, the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way. So that is specifically categorized as the events being happy or beneficial, which is makes sense because coincidences uh, and so synchronicities don't necessarily define that they have to be a positive event. Right. So that's interesting. Man, we really, we really confuse everything with language. And, it's, and it could all theoretically be the same thing because let's say like I'm speeding down the street is it a coincidence that there's a cop car ahead of me that I pass? Is it synchronicity? Is it fate? And it's going to depend on who you're talking to and what their interpretation of that event is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm writing that down. Okay. Um, yes, excellent. So we'll, we'll circle back to this. because So now that we've like talked about the definitions and we put it out there for your brain to start hopefully warping a little bit. Um, the reason we wanted to talk about this is because, as, as I might have mentioned right at the very beginning, we were discussing that coincidence and synchronicity are more linear and nonlinear terms to me. That's my personal interpretation of that. It's meaning linear being like this 3D oh, sleep conversation and nonlinear is people searching for higher powers, personally developing, spiritual awakenings. The words mean something different uh, very, very vividly. And uh, synchronicities are something that I feel like people in personal development and spiritual development, they adapt to because 
they're joyful, just like the serendipity yeah. word explains. And or at least, you, I mean, you notice that they are. And I should say that it's not that, let me rephrase. It's not that they're joyful necessarily. It's that you can recognize whatever the lesson was in each situation. So you're grateful for it. You have gratitude. It's not necessarily that there's a lot of low-level feeling emotions around it, even if it's not right in the moment, like in the aftermath when you can reflect upon it. That's what you kind of discover, if that makes sense. Yeah, because it's it's kind of like um like it's, it it does in a way still create joy. Yeah, because, and that's the ultimate feeling because happiness is fleeting. So if you can be in a state of joy, that's better than happiness. And I forgot how that related back it around. Uh, yeah, we're it's okay. We're we're getting there, um, because. In, in your growth, in your journey, when you have those tiny little reminders, as we've talked about, you know, uh, a few different times, like it, sometimes it's difficult to be, I would relate this to being an entrepreneur, I'd relate this to any type of, of uh, growth. More often than not, there's not a tangible way to, to monitor your progress. And so sometimes it might feel like you're, you're stuck, stagnant, nothing's happening because you don't visibly see or can say, oh, here's my medal, here's my certificate or whatever, whatever. Um, so it's not really different in that regard. You know what I mean? Yeah, but <clears throat> that's where your own personal development comes into play and confidence too. Mm-hmm. So that's going to just gradually build, I think. Yes, I would agree with that too. So the synchronicities are just like your attaboys. It's your reminders. It's like what we were discussing yesterday. It's like when you start to discover, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go higher power for a second. When you start believing in something, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even matter if you know what it is. You just, you ultimately know that there's something larger at hand at play. And you're grasping that concept that you're just a tiny little speck on a floating rock on a floating, you know, universe moving millions of miles an hour or whatever, whatever. But um, it's those. I also think that people that aren't there aren't going to use those words. Yeah. So it's also how you're going to identify your growth is you're around other people using the same vocabulary as yes. you. Yeah, I would agree with that too. I would agree with that too. So yes, so these are your little golden star moments and so on and so forth. So um, what we first wanted to kind of start with in this is because like if you're starting right now, if you're, I mean, if you listen to this podcast and you probably already have some of this under your belt or you've at least been having strange things happen to to you, around you, something, and you're noticing them more often than not. And you might not be telling anybody about it, but we're here to tell you it's totally, totally common in this growth. So, and normal, by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. So just as an example, I'm not going to delve too many into this. I just wanted to shout this out and then we'll go into talking about um, how it begins. Okay. So not too long ago when, when Josie and I really started to discover that we were both into a lot of the same stuff when it came to spiritual stuff. Out of nowhere, well, I don't even remember what I had, I said to you, and out of nowhere, you asked me if I had been seeing flashes of light out of the corner of my eye, and I almost exasperatedly said, yes, how did you, I wasn't even, it was, it wasn't even necessarily how did you know that, it was like validation, like, yeah, yes, exactly, exactly, you know what I mean, like, it wasn't even a surprise that somebody else in that type of development understood or knew that that was happening to me. You know, and it wasn't a fear-based thing. It was just something I had been noticing. It wasn't an irritating light. It was just something that would spark only one side, only the same side all the time, you know, and randomly there was no pattern to it or whatever. Um, so anyhow, um, 
there's little things like that. If you're seeing 1111, I know 1111 is incredibly played out in our society in general, but there it doesn't change the fact that there's still truth behind it. Maybe you have a special number. Uh, in our house, it's 1234. It always has been. Um, I mean, it could be a totally random number. And that, well, there's another one right there because I've always done one, two, three, four versus 11, 11. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Weird. Hilarious. Yeah. I can't even believe that. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Okay. So, um, <laughs> as you probably know, but there's other ones too. Oh yeah. Like just so that people are like, it's not just numbers. Oh, sure. Numbers are important and a big part of it, but it could be, um, it could be just about anything, a butterfly, anything that's symbolic to you. Right. Or just even a certain situation. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be numbers. Correct. I would agree with that too. Butterflies I think are very common. I know cardinals are something that people think about when they think of spirits too. Um, and, and Josie's right. Like it's whatever, like maybe it's a specific thing that was symbolic to you in a relationship with somebody, um, who you no longer communicate with or whatever. And it just happens to show up. All right. Like there's an argument from Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I think is a solid argument was to say like, those things will probably always be there anyway. It's just your level of awareness to them. I would say, yeah, I agree with that. I would agree with that almost fully. Meaning like, it doesn't mean that they weren't there before. It means that you weren't, um, you weren't like aware of them. You haven't had access to seeing them or being paying attention to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so what we were going to, so this was a conversation we had about like recognizing it or understanding or knowing, because for you, as you said yesterday, uh, your experience with this kind of stuff happened when you were young and uh, it was it was more than just like one occasion or two occasions. It was quite a few. Or our conversation about how we both got interested or started learning about the same types of things, how they were totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I had <laughs> a lot of interesting things happen to me when I was young. And I was a product of the 80s. So I grew up at the very early time of the internet. My dad was... Um, for a lack of better terms, he hated uh, the cable guy. That Jim Carrey movie totally ruined that uh, name for him. He was a cable technician. Regardless, um, it was, there were lots of little different things that happened. And I was one of the lucky kids early to get the internet, um, like first at my elementary school. Um, and it was before my parents got divorced and I, in the sixth grade had a 12th grade or higher reading level. So I was able to use the internet more proficiently than my parents and able to completely articulate everything I read. On top of that, the luxury of being a nineties kid, we had access to the internet when the internet was good. Um, and I mean that you could back then Google something, and actually it wasn't, it was before Google, it was Yahoo. And um, you could Yahoo or ask Jeeves a question, and sometimes you would only get one page of search results. So it was a lot more work to upload things. You had to know coding and HTML on top of that content. So your sources were typically more legitimate. So I... I read a lot. Um, I checked out books in the library and I was trying to figure out what was going on with me. 
And through that, I, I discovered all the other um, related topics. So what were you searching? Yeah, yeah, but what were you searching for initially? What the experiences were. Um, what, uh, what was involved in afterlife? Did anybody know? Was, was there any information on reincarnation? Um, were, like, my dad, I would watch things with my dad and hear things on the news. Did aliens really exist? Um, Halloween. I was very interested with witches and felt connected to um, some of the stories that we learned in school of Salem and the trials. And but why would they, you know, do that to those women who are using natural things to help the community? Why would they end up, you know, going back and doing that? And I ended up discovering a lot of things about myself. Um, through research, reflection, journaling, and experimentation. Okay. How old were you when you started actively uh, reading all that stuff? Um, It would have been 96, 97. So I was probably 10, 11. Okay, 10 and 11. All right. Which means that... You had had been having experience, obviously, prior to that. Do you know what your, like, earliest experience was? August 17th, 1993. Age? I was, um, eight. So that was, do you you think that was, like, your first, first memory or, like, just your first really prominent one? First really prominent one, um, like, I had had dream experiences before that initial experience. To what degree? Um, To the degree of, I had a dream that something was happening in the neighborhood, got up, went to the kitchen window, and it was indeed happening. So you were having premonitions, basically, when you were sleeping? Mm -hmm. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So um, what did you start to feel like you learned about these experiences that were happening to you as a young kid? Um, I learned that they were very unique and not um, thought of as true, that a lot of the research was the assumption that it was... um, parlor tricks or children making up stories, those types of things, um, just because it wasn't anything that could be scientifically tested. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, the biggest issue with most of the research I had um, was nothing could be scientifically tested. So it was all based on perception, opinion, and experience. Yes, an ironically experience that had been passed down for eons from other human beings saying that they are experiencing things like this. But even in that time, I was still it, it's it's changing now. But even even then, in the nineties, it chalks people up to hearing voices, being crazy, needing to be committed. You know that kind of theory and idea, which is just the evolution of that. Because prior to that, like you were talking about, it was like with witches and women using herbs and cantations which were really just affirmations and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so it's just always been kind of dressed up differently 
they were also the village shaman. Like that wasn't a word that was in our vocabulary, but it's a, a it's a word we understand in our modern culture, more related to um, more third world c cultures, but it's still a very important aspect of any community. And our modern one would be a doctor, um, more specifically like first generation, first world kind of thing would be more of um, a holistic practitioner, but it's still within the same degree, mm -hmm. um, just but within a different culture. So yeah, I just, I found all of those things very interesting and wanted to have more of those experiences that I was having um, up into a certain point. Sure. Had you told your parents or anybody prior to that about any experience that you had had? Yes. And I got in trouble for it a lot. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I, I knew some of these answers and I didn't know all of these answers that I was just going through with Josie because this was actually part of the conversation that we had yesterday was that um, this happens a lot to kids that have sensitivities, uh, gifts, whatever it is that you want to call it. Um, and one of the things I heard, I was probably 14, 15, and that doesn't even start what my experience was, but I, I don't even, I think, I feel like I was maybe even younger, but I had heard somewhere by something that if you are open to those types of ideas, you are more receptive to them. And in the context that I had been given that, it was like around paranormal activity. And so I was like, nope, forget it, shut up, nah, nah. Because like, I was just, I'm just, I, I don't like to be paid to be stressed, you know, like, that, that that sounds weird, but that's like, I don't like to go haunted houses. I don't like to do scary movies. So why on God's green earth would I invoke and welcome some type of entity or being to be seen by me? Like, you know, I was like, not going to happen. And so we had quite a different experience because I don't really, f well, you okay. So <laughs> now that I'm saying like, I don't recall having any experience. That's not true at all. Actually, I do remember having some experiences that I thought that maybe I made up in my head. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody. They weren't like scary experiences. Um, but it just, it just felt like one of the, like looking back on it, one of them felt like a dream. So I wasn't sure that it actually happened. And the other was like, no, I must've not seen that right. You know what I mean? So, and I was very young for both of those two. Like I would probably before school age. So before I was five ish or something. So what tends to happen, I mean, this, if you're going to throw some science into this conversation, um, you know, like a lot of quantum physicists are starting to discover how much the linear, nonlinear worlds really do exist and coincide with each other. And why I'm saying that is because like forever, you know, like Josie had said, like we've been trying to quote unquote prove things intellectually through studies and research and so on and so forth. And that's not a bad thing because we want answers and having answers means that we understand things better. If we understand things better, not only can we implement them into our lives, but they can generally overall make lives easier. Like that's the whole goal. But mm -hmm. what is lost on the intellect is the things we can't explain or can't see. And when we don't have those explanations, it loses some of its validity to some people, but it's not that different from considering the fact that most people accept that there's more colors in the rainbow than we can see. We understand there's a small percentage. We understand that there's different sounds we can't hear. We know that. I mean, nobody denies the fact that there's a whistle that dogs can hear well, and we and, cannot. And like with that, to like kind of sidebar, 
Like we understand that about hearing. Yes. Not everyone hears the same, give or take, because I I have a hearing deficit by 30% and I get the, oh, you're too young for that and the jokes. But visually, our eyes, it's all different. Like I am like the, the dresser in front of me. I can see there's certain grooves and, and patterns within the wood grain and I know what it looks like to me but I don't know what it looks like to you. And you could be sitting right next to me and we can look at the same thing. And our eyes literally don't see the exact same thing. Our brain interprets it. Right. Yeah. Differently. 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 Yeah. I would agree with that because it's just like, it's not one of the conversations I think we, well, we don't have it as young children. We don't talk about it, but I also think that it's kind of fallen hush on most of the world that, we're really theoretically born with six really good senses and we maintain six senses. We just don't talk about the sixth, sixth sense. And it's much more heightened when we're first born. It's your emotional sense. It's the, the ability to sense and feel energy. You know, when we talk about these things that we don't understand, but accept electricity is the easiest one. Nobody knows how it really works. We know how to harness it. We know we've discovered it, but nobody can explain Mm -hmm. it. We just know it's a different frequency than anything else, you know? So, you know, it's funny because I, I know it still feels woohooey to say, oh, well, there's, there's a, there could be different energy in the room that you're in, meaning like there's like there's an actual quote unquote person's energy. Well, yeah, yeah. Where do you think it goes? Yeah. Where does it go when it leaves the physical body? Like Anyone it's got to go somewhere. Has ever walked into a room after there has been an argument can feel that right, whether you know and that person or not. Your interpretation and sensitivity on whether you feel that a lot or a little. Like, Correct. We could walk in, me and you could walk into a room where that's just happened and be like, oh, whoa. Whereas my sister could walk into the same room and she's like, hmm. Like, she knows something, but doesn't, she doesn't feel yeah. like the way we do. Just like yeah. some people can see better, some people can hear better, some people can smell better. Everyone is so different that it's really, it really is hard to prove a lot of those things. Yeah. But that's also what makes it so interesting I think oh yeah I mean I do too um and I think that's what has shifted for me in that regard so when we talk about this emotional sense you know um the thing that I've this is the thing that I've come to believe is that babies when we're born we have a much stronger connection to that emotional sense and we don't have a reason not to because the place that we were cultivated and grown it was unconditional love you know so that's the only thing that we Uh had This brings me to even a bigger woohoo thing I saw earlier, which I thought was amazing. So as, as, as above, so below. Yes. You're familiar with that. Yes. Okay. So, and that stems from the tree of life. And so the umbilical cord to the placenta, uh, so above. Yeah. And then below is the baby. Right. And then it's the same with the afterlife, the silver cord that holds us, our soul into our body. So... Um, I saw that and it's just really powerful. Oh, where did I, where was I going with this? You had an aha moment about pregnancy, <laughs> the correlation. Well, no, it was the tree of life and the energy exchange shit. <laughs> I got so distracted by that picture because it popped back into my head so vividly. Um, 
It'll come. <laughs> if you guys could see her thinking face. Oh my goodness. It'll come back to you. She's lost in the thinking face. Why did you use that? I was talking about the sixth sense that babies are born with the emotional awareness come from a place of unconditional oh, love. That, that was the whole reason, the, the why. So birth, we come, and then soul, we go. So as above, so below. So we we're that much closer to that when we're born. Right. Because we've just come from there. Right. Theoretically, if you believe in reincarnation and those things, and you are in the woo, and then with the soul leaving... It's, it's theoretically the same. Yes. You're that much closer to that side. So that's like why people in hospice, oh, um, my mom was here today. And you're like, no, she wasn't. But, you know, we don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe it wasn't a visual hallucination or auditory hallucination that this person going through the dying process was having. Maybe her mother's energy really was sitting there with her, but we can't see that. Yeah. That's where I was going with that. Was yeah. That we really are that much closer in the beginning and end of our life. That right. We are born with more natural senses and through culture and society and socialization and the structure of our culture, we learn to lose that sense um, naturally by environment yes so i had just um one of it was a podcast i did just a couple a, a few ago it was about the sixth sense and again it's my, these are just thoughts and beliefs that josie and i kick around um but it's ironic how closely we have come to a very similar conclusion considering her and i haven't talked about this together so in starting from such different places right like we right started with initially like our childhood like we didn't in go after seeking the same thing we yeah. ended up seeking the same thing right right so being born with the sixth sense just like Josie had said I feel that same thing way too because as we know again something proven but we don't understand necessarily is that energy cannot be created nor destroyed once it exists it exists it cannot be destroyed it can only change it can only change right and if it's the thing which again something that I learned or I believe is that energy it's the same amount i mean the amount of electricity that pumps through your heart is astronomical and that's what fire houses like your atp and that's the thing in your mitochondria that keeps your body going right it's not it's not just the fuel the the actual food that fuels the body not the spirit and so mm -hmm. um you know when you talk about um the sixth sense oh, frick I, I just did what you did and totally spiraled myself out of it okay so we're talking um we're talking about dialing in man i'm getting worse now that i'm trying to think about it anyway so i'll come back to it so when we're born with that sixth sense the energy right uh that's where it was is because that's the thing that's leaving the body only everything stays on planet earth including your actual brain it's an organ mm -hmm. so the thing that leaves is that energy so yes when i mean if you got to go somewhere and it's not going to be destroyed you, you got to come back from i would assume it's a similar place and i've mentioned this before but if you have not seen the movie soul i know it's a disney movie i know it's crazy weird but there is a lot of linear connections to a lot of the things that you see in spiritual development so i digress right so we're born a, an extremely interesting movie even as an adult yeah i agree with you guys like i was it, it made me go aha uh -huh. yeah and oh that's 
that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I just didn't know how to articulate it. Yes, exactly. I recommend that movie too. Yes, and it's good for your kids too, especially if they have anxiety about afterlife and stuff like that. But anyhow, um, y'all, you can listen to that podcast if you want. The reason this is so powerful is because when you go to when you're in that energy side, I mean, you're 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 the energy, so you're only feeling one thing, which is unconditional love, and that's why it feels so good to be loved. Um, and then when we get here. Okay, that sixth sense is exposed to things it's never been exposed to, just like Josie had said, societal views and expectations and pack approval. But when you and when you associate a potential feeling or emotion to those, they're never going to be as good as unconditional love. Never. None of it will. Mm-hmm. So when you're introducing that into a sixth sense like that, that's like taking a perfectly beautiful white sheet and hanging it out and, and, you know, in a mud storm, that's not a thing, but you know what I mean? You know, it's like, it's, that's the idea is that you've, you're being so crushed and inundated with feelings that you weren't thinking you were going to feel that you tone down your sensitivity to it. It's the same reason we like, the TV's too loud, turn it down. The music's too loud, turn it down, right? That, that light's too bright, turn it down. So we do it to ourselves innately because we're trying to do it as a form of protection and it doesn't feel as good as the thing we were just feeling. Also, side note, I will say that this is why we end up with attachment issues, all right? So not just talking about binkies and bottles and breasts, we're talking about like when you, when you're forced to quote unquote give that stuff up because you should be an adult, your blanket and whatever, whatever for comfort, then you seek other comfort like twisting your hair or smoking a cigarette or having sex with strangers or rubbing your foot on the bed. Uh, I do that subconsciously before I fall asleep, you know, and then those spiral out of control because when we need more comfort because we're feeling crazy, then, you know, we shake our feet and we can't stop moving and our ADHD brain spirals. Out of so that was just a nice little tangent so you could feel a little bit better about yourself if you if you don't understand why you behave the way you behave about things, okay? So we turn oh, down the EI. rub my feet against the bed before for sleep to make sure my feet are warm I definitely twist to the hair and then there was something else I was going to be like you smoke cigarettes I'm 34 years old and I have a blankie you smoke cigarettes too yep and I wasn't a personal jab at Josie in the last year three months successfully both times but I still picked them back up well it happens um I eat like everything. So that's why I chew gum like all the time because I have a oral fixation to say the least. I'm, I'm addicted to carbs. Eater, that's why I weigh what I do. Yeah, see, so <laughs> we all, have, but that's the thing is we all have things, <laughs> we right? We all have our We all have things. Nobody prepared a tiny little squish between four pounds to 12 pounds, depending on what you were when you were born. Nobody can explain. I'm sorry, you're feeling these things that you you don't know what they are because we on the other side, most of us don't even realize that that's what's happening to our children. We don't know that's what's happening. But if we were able to be birthed in a quiet environment to parents who were self developed and personally growing or whatever, then we might stand a chance to be able to be you know full on telepathic and full on is a telekinesis and all the things our gifts probably would grow immensely if they were in the right environment does that make sense absolutely because they can grow at any age with practice just like any other skill yeah um but as we all know learning multiple languages is easier to do when you're younger right so it is the same way being able to nurture and harness that um, sense when we're younger, just like, you know, it, hand-eye coordination tasks that were given at school, cutting with scissors and what have you. Mm-hmm. If we were given more room for growth with those, they would absolutely be 
something that was much more harnessable yeah and maybe more scientifically provable but that's not where our society is at the moment yeah sorry i totally made my dog shriek right there in the middle but yes i agree it is too it is too bad um but like you had mentioned like if you're listening and you feel like you have these types of experiences as a kid you know as i was explaining to josie i had those experiences as a kid but then i was under the impression that I was going to start seeing scary things or feel un, uh, unsafe, and I didn't want that. So I dialed down any gift that I may have had, even though I didn't know I had it, because I chose mm-hmm. to block myself off from that. Um, you know, it's not to say that people can make themselves go blind, but you can make yourself go deaf, you know, like you, by listening to too much music and too loud of music. I, I've done that. Um like with meditation, like I have, I've been to the point where I sat there and I, I literally went deaf for like three hours. Mm. Well, I mean, like, yes. I mean, if you guys couldn't see me over here, I was, I was mouthing to Josie that you can't make yourself go blind. You actually can, and you can actually heal your sight. But again, that's another conversation just depending on how woohoo you are. So I didn't want to go there. Um, okay. So yeah, so we dull down the sense. And most of us, even then, we completely forget. We forget so much. Um, and as you were then describing, there are all of these resources out there that talk about it's not it's not an anomaly that you see it more often in children than you do in adults. But children aren't cultivated. They don't get the environment. They don't get the permission. Um, so you're like me and you turn it off or that you're like you and you're discouraged um, from doing it. But what you had said is that anybody who's on the spirit, anybody who's on a path will find their way either way, whether, whether they start from intellect and find their way into God or they started from God and they find their way into intellect without even knowing it. It's the same effing path. So it is crazy. Yeah. It's odd that we sit here and go, it's so crazy that we ended up here. No, it's not. It's synchronicity. <laughs> it is. It is almost like the complete infinity symbol. You're going to overlap both of them at one time or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter where you start or where you end. It's you're going to cross those same books and websites and yeah and conversations on that learning venture. So Yeah, yeah. And just as a little pin in it for anybody who listens to this in the future, because I've already seen it repeatedly in personal development books, um, you're going to start seeing more of the intersect in the secular world as well as the intellect world because there's just – so much more evidence coming out and there's just so many ways to document things differently than there used to be. There's so many people who are more open-minded than they've ever been before. There's so many people who go to like medical school and then are like, there's, there's gotta be a better way. And now they're moving into functional medicine and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's so much more blending. So uh, it's a good thing because more people will be heard, more people will be understood, uh, more efficiencies will be had, more lives will be saved. Um, I I mean, it's just, in my opinion, it's a good thing. So what we really kind of wanted to to talk about uh, as we are, we're not closing up yet, but switching into this is that, so understand that when you're more open and you can, allow for yourself to do that. So as I'm sitting here sharing with you is that I've obviously allowed for that to start happening more often to myself. Uh, And one of the largest ways that was is because I had to do a lot of inner work at making sure that I could counteract this feeling of being afraid. 
You know, like I was, I was often afraid that I would like just wake up one night and there'd be like a shadow at the end of my bed. Um, I was very much a child who was, even though knew that there wasn't things under, under my bed, I would still keep my feet under my blanket because it made me feel secure. Like all of these strange things, you know, um, but I mean, I, I mean, you can maybe attest to this. Maybe you always had more of a feeling than I did. But mine literally was only over the last like two years of doing a lot of the spiritual growth stuff and understanding energy and understanding intention and understanding uh, dimensions and planes of the universe and stuff like that. That really allowed for me to go, oh, I don't know what I was afraid of. Energy is energy. It can't be hurtful. It's just uh, an energy. <laughs> I, the only positive reassurance I did get growing up with the experiences I had was, I do remember my mother saying, they can't hurt you, just either tell them to go away or say hello. Mm. And I just, at different times in my life, said either or, or depending on the mood. Um, And repetitive openness and repetitive closeness will allow more of the same. Right. So the more you're open to it, the more receptive you'll be and the more closed off you are, the less you'll get. Right. Um, and that's exactly what you've experienced. And I can tell you that it, it can be controlled and the doors can open and close again. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because there is, there's a heated debate, like, and I'll, I'll, I guess that's funny, but there's like a heated debate mostly on TikTok is where I've been seeing it about people who are like, you have to protect yourself. You need to have like a spell. You need to like have this kind of crystal. And then there's other people out there that are like, no, nah. it's like, if you think about those things, then those things will happen. That's like, you know, kind of like a law of attraction kind of thing. But if your intention is pure yeah. and you want to learn that, then you're in the right headspace. You're doing the right stuff. It's not to say that there won't be low level feeling energies that might be present, but like you had said, they can't hurt you. And if anything, you send them to the light or you can have a protection crystal if you really want or sage your house, but you should be doing that regardless of all energy in the world, not just ones that you potentially think are there to murder you. <laughs> you know? And it's really, it's more important to focus on your own energy yes. and maintaining it at a healthy level than anything else because it's just, there's only so much that's tangible. Yeah. And it's, you can't like that, like crystal that's sitting next to you. Okay. Let's say maybe talk astral projection, if that's something you're interested in and learning about with all the new documents that are being released from the government, what have you, that's, you know, all over Facebook and TikTok and stuff right now. Yeah. Um, if that's something you wanted to practice, say you actually accomplished that you are no longer in the physical body. Is that crystal going to do you any good mm-hmm. or is maintaining a healthy, positive energy within your self, whatever that self actually is, it's going to be more beneficial because yeah. you can't carry it with you. Yeah. So I really like that you said that and brought it up because uh, I would agree. That's right. And and you went somewhere different than where I was anticipating and it was even better which is great um, because your your energetic level is going to be more powerful than a 3D form of a crystal here on planet Earth because that crystal stays here. Even if it doesn't yeah, last forever, it stays here. Crystal can't, you know, right. maybe heighten the experience or accelerate it or right. make it more enjoyable. But right. it's not going to be the key factor of if you don't do it this way, you're never going to get back in your body type of. Right. That's, yes. That's, 
not realistic. Yes, yes. And so um, where I was thought I thought you were going with that is what you were going to say is so you're talking about uh, the crystal maintaining the energy. Yes. Yeah, so focusing on your own energy. Yes. I I thought what you were going to be specifically was more about just how important it is to to control your own energy anyway because it's not different than when we are in the 3d world that i can't control you i can't control my husband i can't control anybody else the only thing i can focus on is growing in i don't like to say purifying my spirit like but i that's how i envision is i make it cleaner and crisper and whiter every time i forgive something you know um but that's that's the most important thing you can do because ever since i really got intentional about this over the last couple of years the highest compliment I've been getting in my life lately is I, I, what your, what that energy, I want that energy because that's not anything that I'm getting from a monster drink or anything but meditation and focus and, you know, intention. That's that's where that comes from. And literally high on life. Yeah. Yeah. And by being it out there. Yeah. And that's what people are attracted to. So, Mm -hmm. so yes, yes. Yeah. And that's why, um, it's nice to 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 be in that mindset. So as I had touched on earlier, I had seen this. It was a, I, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson, by the way. He's made learning fun again for me as an adult, and I feel like he's taught me so much that I would have never been able to process about, especially about quantum mechanics and quantum physics and the universe and so on and so forth. But yeah, so as I'd mentioned, he had said this thing about well, part of it is I just think that maybe people see it more because now they're they're looking for it, right? So that is a potential possibility. And Josie and I were discussing like I think and my world it's that those things are there but that five dollar bill is blending in with the grass too much for you to be stopping and enjoying the moment of the trees being blown by the winds to notice the sparkle of a five dollar bill at your feet instead you know that's the difference and even if even if all of it's bullshit even if it's all bullshit and the parking spot didn't really just happen to become available for you and that colorado 25 cent i said 25 cent piece it's called a quarter uh that you found you know that that wasn't that wasn't a little extra special either you know it doesn't matter in in retrospect if you think that any of this thing that we're talking is bs which is a better headspace to live in is thinking that the universe has your back and it wants you to have all these little fun things throughout your day, especially as an adult. Oh, the theory of the placebo effect. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Mm-hmm. If, if I could go to the doctor and get a Tic Tac and she told me that it was an antidepressant and it worked, what's it matter if it's a little, and I, I mean, Sugar in large quantities obviously is bad for us. It doesn't matter if it's a little sugar pill or not, if it works. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and it's it's the same with the other. Yeah. I agree. Um, and that's kind of like where I think that I've been I've been quote unquote trying to trick people <laughs> into <laughs> personal development, you know, is that for the first year and a half that was like my catchphrase is what's the worst that could happen? Nothing changes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a nice, safe place to hang out. Yeah. So what if it doesn't change? But at least you were allowing your headspace to be housed in a place that was more reliving, relieving and more forgiving than the anxiety-ridden depression mind that you've been housing for a while. That's the easiest part about all of this, too, the growth, is as long as you're trying, there's results. Yeah. It doesn't matter how excuse me, how fucking hard you're trying. As long as you're trying, you're going to get results. It doesn't matter if you're doing personal development one day a week or one hour a day. 
you're still going to see results. And that's not a lie, y'all. That's just, mm-hmm. that is just the truth. And you might find yourself sometimes in um, what I like to call like the ingestion sequence where you have to watch all the podcasts or listen to all the docu <laughs> I said those backwards listen to all the podcasts and watch all the documentaries and that's great because again <laughs> even still you're you're fueling your brain with good things instead of empty mindless 45th time you've seen that episode of friends Rachel though and you know exactly what's going to happen kind of thing there's nothing wrong with that by the way there's nothing wrong with that but it's just a, if you start to feel listless if you start to feel like there's more if you start to feel like I, I want more energy or I wish I could have, you know, this, this or that or whatever. Josie's right. It's going to it's going to require you to pull the action trigger. And you would just be surprised at how little action is required for you oh, to get the ball you rolling. Listen. You're going to if you go outside barefoot and walk in the grass, the grass and the dirt barefoot for five minutes uninterrupted you will see results that last five times as long. And if that's where you start your journey with personal development, that's still somewhere successful to start and you're still going to see the benefits. You think I'm crazy all you want, go try it. And then, I just got I I I just got clumped in my chest a little bit like for real for real because I can't remember which book it was that I read but I resonated so heavily with that because it's grounding if you if you don't know what that is and the reason that it it works so well is because the as we know the earth is a living thing y'all so when you're standing in it on it it's pulsating it has a heartbeat that happens and I would have to look it up because I can't remember what it is but there is quite literally pulsations and magnetic fields where human heartbeats can sink up with the earth and so what she's talking about is true and that's powerful um if you can if you can if you can appreciate mother gaia for five minutes it'll be better than you know housing yourself an egg roll for 15 minutes like you know you're eating it in the closet out of shame (laughs) well in addition to what rachel is saying with the pulsations the enzymes and the minerals Mm -hmm. from the dirt in the soil and the exposure to the living organisms of the grass yes. and interchanging energy with them. Yeah. That that's beneficial too. So it's multi-level beneficial to be within nature and to be one in nature, because if you were to do that and then hug a tree, now I'm getting real crazy here, right? And this isn't even woohoo stuff, but to literally hug a tree, if you hug a tree for five minutes, that's going to boost your endorphins, not five minutes, 20 seconds, because that's the, a, a regular hug that we don't even, as humans, do long enough to reap the full benefits of. It's a 20-second hug. If you hug a tree for 20 seconds, it gives you the same amount of endorphins and positive hormone release that hugging a person will. Yeah, I just read that the other day, actually, I kid you not, because it was talking about the same thing that that trees have much more healing properties than we think that, you know, we talk about oxygen they give us, but like literally talked about hugging a tree. And on top of that, here's the the icing on the cake. On top of that, so you're barefoot, you're getting all the pulsations and the minerals and the, the energy from the grass, and you're hugging the tree and you're getting all of those. And a car is driving by and you look like a <laughs> Yes. You're not going to not laugh at yourself. Yeah. And laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, yeah. So then you've got the laughter medicine and healing effect on top of it. Why aren't we hugging more trees? Yeah. 
Yes. Um, it's funny that you said because in my brain I was like, well, if I could con Livy into going out and hugging a tree with me every day, <laughs> then it would be less awkward because, you know, people are like, oh, the kid's hugging the tree. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. So, yeah, y'all, just just be more open. That's all you really have to do. Like for those of you who are struggling to do the action part, just know from my heart of hearts that I get it. I do like, you have no idea how long I waited on the sidelines before I got my tush moving. Um, because I was so unmotivated because I was so uninspired because I was so uneducated because I was so ashamed and insecure is really what it boils down to because I thought something was wrong with me about wanting to change and not knowing where to begin. So Whatever you're doing, even if it is just substituting one podcast for one hour a show or 15 minutes of reading a day for 15 minutes of TikToking or whatever, even if you're on TikTok and social media, use it for your good. Find funny yeah. videos to giggle at or something of content to bring value to your life. You know, that's that's okay too. Eat but yes, exactly. Day. Exactly. And you'll feel better. And when you start to feel the tiny little things of it, don't don't just brush those under the rug. Those are your little moments of confidence. Those are your little moments of fuzzy wuzzies and feeling goods because that's what will lead to like being able to smush that together into a larger block of confidence to be able to take on the next thing and find your new group of friends or start the new lifestyle change or whatever, whatever. So you're on the right path and you just have to trust that you're going to get there regardless of how long you think it needs to take. You're doing what you're supposed to do. So don't stop. That's what I'd say. Keep on trucking. Yep, yep, yep. Every day is an absolute new day. And as cheesy as that sounds, and as much as I hated hearing that 10 years ago, that is absolutely the only outlook I go by every every day anymore. Yeah. You survived 100% of the things you didn't think you would so far. So that's right. You got this. All right. Well. I want to thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Again, it was such a pleasure. I really hope that, uh, you know, our viewers got some content from this. Don't forget, y'all, it is free to share the podcast. You don't have to put it on somebody's wall if you don't want to. You can put it into their DM. Uh, my aunt just sent one out the other day via text. Thank you so much, Aunt Lawn. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, and Laura just favorited it the other day, so a mad shout out to her as well. So let uh, let them know where they can find you one more time. Hashtag party your rump off with Josie. That's my favorite. My favorite by far. It's the same on all platforms. So yeah. it's the same on Instagram and Facebook um, and the like. Awesome. Go go show my friend some love. She's about to move. It's been a while. Uh, she's doing a tr massive transition. It's all for the better. So go send her some positive vibes. Tell her to hug a tree or do whatever, whatever. And uh, if you got some value from this, make sure to tune in next week. I'm sure I will have Josie back again sometime um, as soon as she will come back and visit. And if you need me, you mentioned, um, just like you said, your handle's the same, mine is too. So the Good Girls Guide 2 at Instagram, Gmail, Facebook, um, TikTok, I think I, I named all the things. And the 18 Euros and Older and Feminine Energy Group for Sexual Analysis and Intimacy Building as well. Empowerment classes and one-to-one -one sessions all that we mentioned at the very beginning. So we want to thank you so much for tuning in. It's such a pleasure to be here. Uh, you mean the world thank to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's never a bad day when you get to talk about what you love for 60 more minutes, right? So, whew. All right. So we'll see you all another day. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And wash your hands. Goodbye.